NetBank Business Ignite with 702. Reignite your business passion. Right, an exciting time of the show with NetBank Business Ignite on 702. We introduce someone who's a brand new face here on 702 for the curious. Uh, he is Tsepo Pakati of Kayolo Business Hub on standby to chat to one of our finalists about their business challenges. Tsepo, so lovely to have you on the show. Oh, and what a great pleasure it is to be here. Oh, thank you so much. And we are going to be tapping into that fine mind of yours to get some ideas for our finalists. And the finalist who actually joins us this afternoon for our, uh, for our uh, business uh, Ignite on 702 with uh, Nedbank is uh, Melusi Msimang. Uh, Melusi, good afternoon. Great to have you on the show. Thank you, Joanne and uh, 702 listeners. Well, it's a great pleasure to have you. And uh, essentially, let me just tell you a little bit about Melusi Msimang and his business. Uh, his business is called Micro.Safe. And what they do is they fit tracking devices to all types of vehicles. They verify and they fit micro dots in vehicles that require police clearance. And uh, they are going to talk us through the challenges, or Melusi is, in just a moment. But Melusi, I want to learn a little bit more about your business. What can you tell me? Uh, basically, uh, Joanne, the business is more about vehicle safety, identification and security. Right. Uh, uh, we started uh, the business in 2008 and we are 11 years now. And uh, we resell products such as data dots, which is the micro dots and okay. the tracking devices as well as the race chips. All right. So now you're going to have to explain to, to a Philistine like me, uh, who doesn't know much about technology at all, what, what a data dot or a micro dot is. Micro dot is a small chip with a pin number inside. Yes. A microchip, yes. It's a small microchip with a pin number inside. That is like three millimeters. That, that's how small it is. Wow. And mm. can only be identified by using a UV light and a specialized scope. All right. So and it's installed on vehicles. Yes. And it gives the vehicle a DNA so that the vehicle can be identified in a easier way as opposed to the VIN number and the chassis number. Right. It's amazing how technology has moved on. Now, Melusi, tell me, if you had to think of the top three challenges that your business is experiencing at the moment, what would they be? Uh, one is always working capital. As we know, Leon, we join, we are a small business, so we always have problems with uh, working capital as far as marketing and uh, managing finances is concerned. Yes. And the other one is uh, increasing our sales. Because we also export vehicles, which is another service that we do. We export vehicles to other African countries. So, again, we need a footprint there. Right. As well as uh, to be exposed in your social media platforms. So, so there's some interesting challenges uh, there. Let's bring in uh, to the uh, to the fray, Tsepo, at this point. Uh, Tsepo, with all your business experience, I think this is uh, something that Malusi could really benefit from. Let's look at his three challenges. The first is working capital. How does he work around that one? So I think, uh, Joanne, businesses, t- this is r- very typical of services-oriented businesses. You hear business owners talking about challenges with working capital. And... In my experience, you get working capital problems because of one of three reasons. Yes. The one reason could be that you don't have sales. Because remember, 
income flows into the business when you sell something. So you have to generate income. So right. if you're not generating enough income, yet you're carrying expenses, you are inevitably going to run into some sort of trouble. The second reason is if you're playing bank. So this is when your customers pay you after the fact. Mm. So what happens is you're carrying your customers for 30, 60, 90 days and sometimes even 120 days. Yeah, and you're not a, for a bank, small business. 100%. Yeah. So when you do that, inevitably your working cycle um, your working capital cycles are going to be out of work and you're going to have problems. Lastly is if the business is capitalized incorrectly. So what you find happening is you find somebody using their working capital to finance something that needs to be financed over the long term. So for example, if Melusi goes and buys equipment using his working capital, yes. so he's buying long-term equipment, which pays for itself over the long term, but using his own cash flows. Right. So that lands him into trouble. So the way to get out is to really understand and diagnose properly where that problem is actually located so that we can then say, well, if it's sales, then he needs to generate more sales. Yet if it's cash flow from customers, he needs to charge his customers up front or charge them correctly and be paid perhaps sooner than he's currently being paid, etc. So it just, it just really depends on where the issue is. Uh, typically, you'll find that the issue is in how the business is capitalized, is using his cash flow to finance longer term kind of things. Right. So, so that covers the first two that I suppose were interlinked, yes. right? The issue of social media, I think a lot of business people struggle with this one because they're not marketers, they're business yes. people. Yes. So in essence, your, the way to generate business is to generate social capital. So people do business with other people. So what you're trying to do in a business is to build a sort of lead generating or sales generating apparatus that gives you the business on an ongoing basis with little intervention on your part. So the way to do that is to partner with perhaps vehicle testing centers and other intermediaries that you're not necessarily in competition with that can generate the leads for you or direct people towards your, gener- your direction to get that business. Because when you're a small business, you've got very little marketing budget. And so what you need to do is you need to find sort of, you know, below the radar, sort of below the line kind of marketing strategies yes, to generate that cost you an arm that and don't leg. cost you anything in right. essence. So you do that by essentially creating partnerships that are in exchange with other people that are in your value chain, but not necessarily competing with you. And you also do that by offering freebies. So, for example, looking at providing a service that costs you relatively little to do for people for free in exchange to upsell those opportunities so that you can upsell something that is worthwhile for you to generate sales. So you just need to try and build that social capital, build the right relationships in order to to generate those sales. Right. Melusi, I hope that uh, information from uh, Tsepo has been of use to you. Uh, I just want to end off by asking you, what is your key ambition for the future, Melusi? So grow a turnover, Joanne. Um, we're sitting at 2.5, and we hope uh, by the end of the year we could be able to uh, move across maybe 3 million or more. Is it doable, Tepo? Yes. So, so, so there's three things that Melus needs to do. One is to narrow the focus a little bit because when you're doing a lot of things, it's kind of a spray and pray kind of approach, and that th- that disperses your energy. So you're doing a lot of the wrong things. So to narrow the focus. So, for example, if his focus is on the safety side, so where whether cars are being exported or whether you need to put micro dots in the cars for safety reasons, then yes. focus on that. But doing racing chips on top of that, that is a different offering, and that disperses his energy. Mm-hmm. So the one thing is he 
needs to do is, is to narrow his focus. The second thing that I would advise him to do is just to take massive action. I think whatever he's doing right now to try and grow sales is obviously not working. And a lot of the time you see this with businesses that people say, I had a conversation with a guy that day. He said to, I said to him, what have you done to generate sales? He says, I dropped off a hundred flyers. I said, how about you dro- drop off a hundred thousand flyers? That's now <laughs> massive action. Yes. Surely you get a different result when yeah. the action is much more massive right. to get the outcomes that you're looking for. Then the last thing that he needs to do is to really focus on building capabilities in his business that are different to what other competitors would be doing. Because in that way, he can steal away some of customers from his competitors and build his own business. Those are sort of the three things he needs to do to generate the sort of revenue he wants to generate. All right. Lovely advice from you there. It's Epopakati there. He is, of course, uh, of Kaelo Business Hub. And he's been chatting to one of our finalists on the program, the owner of Safe, Melusim Simang. Uh, Keep joining us throughout the week because we're going to be having these conversations and they are going to be especially useful to you if you own a small business and you want to be part of this program. Join us again tomorrow.